Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey, y'all. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kaylin. And welcome to Libations and Revelations. sure you're disappointed to hear we're back <laughs> we took a um unexpected little sabbatical um there's actually not really like any i really like the sound of like the alcohol yeah. pouring um there's not i guess like a particular reason we just got real real busy well considering all the listeners of this are family they all know what we were doing yeah hey uh, there's probably like somebody somewhere how's it going Brittany? <laughs> <laughs> and andrew yeah. um thanks dad if you're yeah. still listening I think there's someone somewhere who probably like doesn't know us that like has stumbled across yeah. it, like maybe <coughs> like hanging out in their mom's basement. Yeah, I'm sure they're it getting was. <laughs> they're getting something out of this. Yeah. I don't know, but thank you for your support. No, um, we were uh, we opened a new restaurant in Colleen. Yeah, the Traveling Pint and Pizza. He's using this to plug our business right now. Well, <laughs> we need the business. Oh <laughs> uh, goodness. Um. It's an international theme pizzeria and tap room. <laughs> what? Stop it. I'm pretty proud of it. He, you should be. I mean, he works really hard on it. But, um, yeah, we were, I mean, I say we. A lot of it was Dustin, but it did go help, especially during the, the cricket incident, yeah. um, which we, like, had all this furniture brought in, and they were, like, on these big, um, what do you call those? Pallets. Pallets, thank you, and they were wrapped. But there was, like, an infestation, and when I say infestation, I'm, it I'm was probably s- the most amount of crickets I've ever seen in my yeah, life I'm outside of the wall in H-E-B during August. Yeah, I'm not saying that lightly. Like yeah. hundreds <coughs> of crickets, and they were alive, and they were just in every layer of wrap. Um, and it was really scary. And Dustin doesn't do bugs, so no. he conveniently had to keep going inside to quote-unquote handle things, so I got left like cutting through all this saran wrap of crickets. It was awful. We all have a part to play. And that was mine. Um so yeah, we're back. We um, kind of left you guys on a QAnon conspiracy cliffhanger at the end of our season one. You're probably wondering, these guys got restaurants and breweries. Where do they find time for a podcast? We don't. <laughs> That's why we weren't doing it. <laughs> um, but we're back, and we're going to try and, and be a little bit more consistent with this. Um, because we have fun, and it, yeah. you know, hopefully somebody out there is enjoying it. And our kids aren't old enough to understand 
So we have a few our years before they're too embarrassed. Our little ones, our little ones aren't yeah. old enough. Our bigs, I don't think care. I actually don't think they've ever listened. Yeah, then listen to us, period. Way to support. Um, so yeah, we're gonna pick um, up where we left off. Yeah, if you need to go back and listen to our last episode, we, I mean, feel free to stop right now and do that. But we can give like a little cliff notes version. Um, yeah, uh, we all of 2016 to 2020. Just think <laughs> about that. That's what no, the last episode was about. Not all of it. Um. We kind the idea when we discussed doing Q and Q and on was to kind of break it apart because there is so much. There's a lot going on in this, and so we talked about, I guess, really what helped to kickstart Q. Yeah, and, you know, and I, I Q and on. The reason we group. wanted to talk about this, you know, we we have reasons we pick the conspiracies we discuss, but one of this is like we're we're living through it, like we got to witness this all unfold. In real time. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So just to kind of go over, you know, QAnon Unless was... Unless you were at the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wasn't cool. Well, depends on... Um, for Homest. Everybody. Um, so yeah, QAnon is a- apparently, you know, this person who is working, you know, with Donald Trump and they're trying to basically overthrow all the evil Democrat cannibal children pedophile people yeah it's just it's oh. unique because a lot of times conspiracies are against the ruling party mm-hmm. and in this case you have a conspiracy supporting the ruling party in favor right. of which is unique um and we are oh wait we didn't really discuss our alcohol like you made a joke but yeah um this will be the first and only time i would ever purchase this but it was for the podcast um we got a trump cabernet Sauvignon. um Literally, it's just called Trump. It was bottled in 2020. Eric Trump is the president of the company. Yeah. Um, it has notes of ripe plums, blackberry, toffee, and dark chocolate. Enjoy grilled lamb, roasted meats, Italian food. Mm, okay, I could see the grilled lamb. With that. I didn't know that Trump had a winery. I think when you get, like, to yeah. have such a big estate like they do and as much, you know, financial yeah. power as they do, you you invest in Probably dap tons of different yeah, segments. Yeah. I mean... So Trump Wineries in Charlottesville, Virginia, for those interested. It's actually not bad. I like the wine. Yeah. I mean, I like red wine. It's more – it's definitely like I don't really enjoy sweet reds. Yeah. So I like – this mean, is definitely more – Typical cab. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's nice. Um, so, sorry, we had to kind of – It's good and dry. Yeah, go into that. But so we talked about, you know, kind of the core beliefs of QAnon, the deep state, the storm, Pizzagate, which was, you know, that whole idea that people were using pizza – orders as code for um, sex trafficking. And so that kind of tied in the know, introductory into yeah, the Q Yeah, where, where Q came from. And, and now we're on to the second part, which is I like to call the wonderful cast of characters of Q. Yes. Which it's important to note that, you know, Q as a, as a conspiracy was effectively crowdsourced. It was the people that made it real. Yeah, like one person's idea, well... But, I mean, lots of people, you know. Well, I'm saying one person's idea is kind of planting the seed, and then it grew because of the interest in it. I mean, the term, the the anon, is that it could be anyone, right? That's the whole. But there is a theory um, kind of behind it. Do you want to kind of talk a bit about Ron Watkins? Yeah. I mean, so so we've determined, basically, we've established that Q is this individual or group of individuals working behind the scenes, uh, and they have a Q-level clearance, which is a security clearance in the Department of Energy, and they are operating behind the scenes to su- in support of Donald Trump. Um, is there and 
sorry to interrupt. Is there anything that's ever come out that like about this that someone with that level of clearance would know? Like when he's releasing information that like would yeah, validate like half the government's like that's not that's bullshit. Okay, yeah. so like it there's no validity in this. I mean, some things are true in the sense of okay, like sure, like yeah, the the uh, if you read the the Q drops, yeah, they're they're not. It's not so much that they say things that are true or not true. It's typically allusions it's like to a riddles. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a. It, I think I've heard it described as, as a choose your own conspiracy adventure. Sure. And I think that's the best way to you know people are able to make of it these sort of vague um, statements. Yeah. But there are some that are very pointed that Hillary Clinton would be arrested and sent to Guantanamo Bay and da 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 da. So Which there's several happen. never <laughs> happened right. Yeah. So, um, but it begs the question: Who is Q? Yeah. Um, so we're gonna. I'm gonna kind of talk about a theory here um well in doing that we know that q came from the internet yes but where um so initially he was dropping things on like boards right right correct so um and that's the start of 8chan now called 8chan 8kun 8kun yeah whoops yeah. But it started as 8chan, right? Right. Okay. Correct. And then, yeah. it, okay. But so it was a message board. Yeah. And Jim Watkins. Which is the dad. It, well, so Jim Watkins is this guy who is originally from Washington, um, actually enlists in the Army when he's 18, and uh, actually marries a Korean woman, and he has a son. And his tenure in the military, he actually is um, around, you know, kind of – it's. Early '90s, mid '90s, technology and computers and, and SIG intelligence and stuff at that time. Mm -hmm. He ends up going into a partnership with another administrator for the website, which became Eight Chan. Yeah, Correct. he was the founder, right? Um, and then his son. So uh, Jim divorces his Korean wife, um, but he had one child. I like the emphasis on Korean. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said Korean wife. Yeah. But he he divorces his wife, um, and it's not just any wife, <laughs> a Korean Shut one. Um, but he had one, you know, he had a son, Ron Watkins, um, who is now thirty six. But he, like, what I read mostly with his mom, but kind of has followed in his father's footsteps. Sure, but the point is, so these guys are they become administrators of this website? Yes, and it's a message board uh, website platform that's built around the idea of free speech. But a lot of the freedom of speech is really like disturbing. Just really things that like you nobody needs to see, yeah, right? It's like linked to <laughs> white supremacy, neo Nazism, alt right, child pornography, racism, anti Semitism, hate crimes, and multiple mass shootings. Right. Like that is literally the stuff that what gets posted on there. Yeah. But it's what it, you know, it's, I'm all for free speech, but. Sounds like you're about to say something that's anti speech. <laughs> I just, I don't feel like there should be. Free speech for those kinds of things. Sorry. Yeah. I don't think you should be able to get on. Well, agree to disagree. You think people should be able to get on and say hateful, awful things and threaten people? Not threaten. Fighting words. Yeah. Can't yell fire in a crowded movie okay, theater. Okay, nobody agrees with child pornography. No, That is illegal. not a free speech. Well, that's not a speech issue. That's actual but I'm just exploitation. Saying, yes, but I'm saying like that shouldn't even be a discussion. Sure, but but <laughs> it's not the speech that they get in trouble for with that. <laughs> I don't know. I... Not that they should be free from consequence. Sure. But should the government 
<laughs> interfere. And, and the government does, right? There's yeah. certain things, fighting words, yeah, threats. There are certain things not, you can't say this already. It's not an opinion podcast. I get that. Yeah. I just personally, as I give my opinion, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just we don't. needed that. I don't. Mm, okay. We'll go on a free speech rant in another time. Sure. Um, but I'm reading on liberty right now. So. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Stuart Mills. So HGN now called eight. I think it's closed. The, the, the message board shut down. But it was called 8 Coon. Well, 8 Coon and 8 Chan. Or 8 Chan and then 8 But anyways, yeah. it's, it's this message board that these Q drops originate. Mm-hmm. So Jim Watkins and his son are, are quote-unquote, the administrators of the message board. Yeah. Well, and so kind of what I was reading was the Al Jazeera America documentary about Frederick Brennan. Yes, who was the, the creator. partner that Jim Watkins originally partnered with okay. on this message board. Okay. Um, so that is, I, the, like, I, I don't know anything about the Al Jazeera America documentary. I, I don't know what you're refer- referencing. Well, it says, like, that the Al Jazeera America documentary was about the creator, Frederick Brennan. And Watkins told his dad about Brennan. Correct. So this is how they got interested in the website. Okay. You're reading that? Yeah. Yeah. They had seen an article about this this free speech platform, mm-hmm. and that piqued their interest. Okay. And then they went to Brennan to partner with him on it. Okay. And that and then that's and then th- why the but Philippines him and Brennan, thing. Okay. Yeah. They ended Got up it. having a falling out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And that's how Jim Watkins took over ownership. As, as the administrator. And yeah. then Ron, his son, yes, began working on the site. Correct. And Ron's username or like alias online pseudonym was Code Monkey Z. Correct. Okay. Um, and what I was reading is like he would help decode these Q drops. And a lot of people believe they either know the identity of Q or they themselves are, are. Q. Now that's speculation from people who are do not adhere to QAnon. They're saying, no, these dudes over here are they're the LARPers of QAnon. But if you believe it, you don't. Why would some dorky ass kid and his weird dad be? They're, they're not right you believe it's somebody deep within the government yeah so we have jim watkins and ron watkins mm-hmm. and for all intents and purposes they at least host this space that these q drops originate yeah and i was like reading about ron watkins and he sounded like pretty normal and you know upbringing like you know he moved around a lot because his dad's military stuff but like was involved in choir and theater and like I don't know just it's weird to like I guess put these normal things in reference to someone who is so well I've, I've read abnormal that people have belief. described him as like a walking troll really and and to me I've I don't what think does that mean that 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 this is all a, a joke oh so he is he is he, like he's playing on the, the joke. end game yeah so he's, he's making fun of people. He's in manipulating because it's why not, right? I mean, mm-hmm. people are so gullible. Interesting. So yeah. that the idea is he's not doesn't actually believe it. I mean, I mean, that's how kind crazy of genius to fall back on, though. That be a like, oh, I never believed it. Agent is posting on a website, yeah, that hosts child pornography and neo Nazis. Yeah, but people believe and people it. believe it, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. So if people are that gullible. I mean, that's right for the taking. True, true. 
So, so they may or may not be the people behind Q, but but what really makes Q are the is the people at large, and then there's some characters. Mm-hmm. So, if we look back at the Q um, kind of phenomena, there's a couple people that come to mind. Okay. Um, my personal favorite, Mike Lindale. Mike Lindale. Yeah, the My Pillow guy. My Pillow guy. You didn't ever mm-hmm. see the commercials. It, was it like uh, kind of like the Shamwell dude? Kind well, but for pillows. He is the founder of My Pillow. Yeah, I've never. I don't know that I've ever heard. They also make slippers. Interesting. You don't know who Mike Lindell is? <sighs> he looks familiar, and like My Pillow sounds familiar, but I I can't actually. It was like a commercial that come on, and like it, like it was a big deal. You see, huh. Mike Lindell used to smoke crack. <laughs> Which is like my favorite thing about him. Is this it's real? Like he actually did? Yeah, something oh. I can relate to him on. Oh my gosh. Not know. that I smoked crack, but I can relate to it. <laughs> I mean the wanting to, I guess. Okay. Anyways. So big supporter of Trump though. Lindell. Yes. Or was. Because he's in between crack fever dreams. Sure. Um but so so Mike Lindell w- was was a big believer in the, the you know, the election was stolen, <laughs> things of that nature. And I actually read an article about him by Ann Applebaum, who her book, by the way, uh, The Crushing of Eastern Europe, is one of my favorite books. Um, <laughs> but my favorite part in this like interview she has with him is she's asking him in an article for The Atlantic, um, what do you think about China and the Uyghurs? And he's like, who are they? And he, she's like, well, they're, they're being oppressed. And he goes, oh, like Christians. <laughs> we should have him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds fun. Okay, so he – Obviously, very interesting character. How does he connect to this, like, whole QAnon? So he was a big believer, and that— And, like, the rigged election? The rigged election okay. and things like that. And, and I think it's important to understand that under the—it's Q- a big umbrella. Sure. And, and things can kind of slide in and out from underneath the Q umbrella. You have people who believe the r- election was stolen that don't necessarily believe in QAnon. Okay. But it's, it's not— <laughs> Improbable to say that a lot of it still falls under the same umbrella. Yeah, because if Trump's the, the hero hole, right? to to be to, to to rescue us from the darkness and bring the great awakening, well, then why would the election be stolen? It's to prevent that. Yeah, it's kind of um, there's like a quote from Lindell that like because he met Donald Trump, and he said it found it felt like a divine appointment. That's sounds like an election <laughs> lasting for more than four hours. <laughs> like uh, how how would you de- I just don't see a scenario where you meet Trump and you feel like it's a divine appointment. Well, I would say that, I mean, it might be exciting to meet any politician, but all politicians. I was going to say something super bad, but I didn't say it. Thank you for thank you yeah. for censoring yourself. That's a, it's a big deal for Dustin because he doesn't do that yeah. often. So Lindell gets into this whole support thing for Trump. Um, but he's one of many. Yeah, but are you saying that... Uh, he was kind of a high-profile guy because he had a business, and um, sure. And and as we speak, Mike Lindell is like millions of dollars in arrears due to some of the legal issues that have developed from his his interference and in, and in trying to be a part of this. I mean, Mike Lindell, he's like obsessed with God. He is a he's he's a son of a bitch, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he is about it. He's like talking about Trump being like God's appo- like God yeah. appointed him, and and it's yeah. He's Which, if you're a Christian, that's not like a God. thing, right? You yeah. know. Huh. 
So do you think, I mean, is Lindell believe in QAnon or are you just saying he believes in like the rigged election? I, I think there's a lot of overlap there. Okay. Um, and then, you know, another really high profile person that I thought was really interesting was uh, General Michael Flynn. So General Michael Flynn, um, U.S. Army general, who uh, became an officer, um, enlisted as an officer, and well, not enlisted, commissioned as an officer in the U.S. Army, mm-hmm. and was an intelligence guy. Um, and early on in his career, he actually went to Grenada during the invasion and actually rescued two soldiers that had fallen um, into a body of water, and he jumped off like a 40-foot cliff to save them. Holy shit. So That's actually kind of... Heroic. Yeah, it's very impressive. And um, he ended up leaving the military in, in 2014. He was actually um, denied um, an additional... Uh, like re-enlistment? Or? Not re-enlistment, because uh, that's for enlisted personnel, but um, stationing or, or continuation of his duties in the Defense Intelligence Agency. Why? He was fired, apparently, um, during the Obama administration for what they claim as bad management, uh, chaotic leadership styles, and that he was adamant that the the administration was not being truthful with the American public about the actual threat from al-Qaeda, that they hadn't hmm. – those threats hadn't really been degraded as much as they were publicly stating and was very – That's like a conspiracy in its own. But sure. would be someone – Well, I mean, I would argue that some that. of that's subjective, right, and, and sure. your perspective and – Sure. Um, but he's someone who's – that was his career. That was his career, correct. So – But I don't know. there I was a, um, a, a piece that essentially suggested that there was a ter- – he was – a little loose with the facts, and they referred to them as Flynn facts. So, but again, that's 2014. So he's yeah. um, he leaves he leaves um, the military, and then he gets appointed as national security advisor for Trump. Okay, so him not being allowed to keep his position doesn't affect his ability to be able to work with like in government like that. Well, national security advisor number one, that's a political appointee. Um, so, but but it's interesting you mentioned that because when he becomes a national security advisor, a couple of other things happen. Um, the first is is that he tries to retroactively register as a foreign agent. He's consulting with Turkey, the country of Turkey, okay. which is a NATO member, but he should have disclosed that, and he ends up getting a little hot water for that. Um, and then during his tenure and after, there's the, the, the famous Mueller probe into the Russian collusion, and he lies to the FBI twice. So he gets in trouble, and Donald Trump effectively pardons him. Mm-hmm. During that time, he appears to make allegiances and and, and heavy references, uh, including his Twitter, to swearing allegiance to Q and things of that. It, it's really kind of bizarre, and it's it's always difficult for me when I see military members behave in that manner, um, particularly an officer, because these are supposed to be intelligent well-curated individuals, and it's always a little bizarre to me. And Michael so he Flynn... was very... He was vocal. vocal like, he admitted that correct. he... Okay, that he and believed he in QAnon. as so far as to organize a digital um, digital soldiers event, you know, speaking event, and was pretty much on board with a lot of the, the, the rigged election and the deep state and things of that Jeez. nature. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You have to be smart. To have the role that he played prior to Michael with Flynn Trump. is not a stupid man, and so I guess that sometimes when we talk about these things, that's what. How does somebody like that get wrapped into this? Exactly, and become someone who is so vocal, like 
with the public about how he feels. And I could also see that being something that would, uh, if I'm reading this and I am a QAnon believer or, a, a, you know, diving into it. Here's a military general saying this is real. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could see that feeding into, yeah. well, look at this, you know, this very smart, intelligent person who, who has seen and serve the country. Yeah, and, and, and seen other sides of our military. Counterinsurgency strategy with Stanley McChrystal. You know what I mean? He he did a lot of. I mean, he was part of the fight. You know, not directly. Convert me. Yeah. So. Well, but it, it, it just is always so crazy to me. You know yeah. how? Is, what is he seeing that I don't? You know what I mean? Yeah. Ha, did has he ever come out and said anything for the belief of he, Q? He gave or a. QAnon? a statement during an interview that he effectively disavowed that sort of movement. Um, but he did not state that he, he wouldn't necessarily state that he believed that the election wasn't stolen. Gotcha. Well, he was actually accused of creating Q as at one point, uh, yeah. from a, a conspiracy theorist, uh, someone Stewartson, Jim Stewartson, um, who like, like, was a um, reality game developer. Right. And I was kind of looking a little bit into to Michael Flynn, and he, this, um, Jim Stewartson was posting on, like, Twitter and all this stuff, like, like verbatim saying Michael Flynn is a traitor. He stole, yeah. you know, he stole 2016. He's the one who started Q. He planned the insurrection. Right. That was one accusation. But there's no connection to that. That's just something that this man's saying. Correct. I okay. mean, you... But because of Michael Flynn's alliance with Trump. Right. It, okay. it could be. Um, so another person that has been alleged was Q was that uh, Steve Bannon created Q to distract from the Access Hollywood tapes. What are the Access Hollywood tapes? Where Trump famously says, grab him by the pussy. Oh, yeah, that did happen. But well, that, that it did. Yeah, so there's actually proof of that. posit that the Q creation was to distract from that oh, potential... Steve Bannon was like the chief strategist, yes. so he would be the person to try and right. calm the shitstorm, yeah. essentially. And okay. Steve Bannon's, and you know, um, Steve Bannon's an interesting character. How so? So Steve Bannon actually began like in film, um, in Hollywood, and then he began. I actually listened to him talk, and he really got hooked on this book um, called Generations, which mm -hmm. I have, and it, it it's it's an interesting book about how that generations kind of go through cycles and it's out there if you want to read it mm. um and he kind of began to see trump as an answer to to what he believed were the the issues facing the world which he's an anti-globalist type of guy which is not unique there's a lot of communists out there that are anti-globalist in america um and immigration things like that nature he saw trump as the answer to that answer to what he believed were issues with immigration okay. and, gotcha. um, you know, which is uh, why NATO spending and things of, you know, sure. the very, the, the boring, uncool policy of. And so people believe because he was, he felt so strongly about Trump that he created Q to, to distract, distract people from the scandal of the Access Hollywood tapes. And then it took a life of its own because of people who believed in it. Correct. Because QAnon people were like showing up to Trump rallies and like. Well, they have fucking flags. Yeah. Yeah, bumper stickers. Yeah. We saw a lady in Waco with one. Yeah. On the highway. What a shock. Hopefully she's <laughs> checking this out. Hopefully she's checking this out as well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but Steve Bannon's never had any connection to believing in QAnon. 
in the same sense that Michael Flynn has, where like Michael Flynn has I, said. I, I mean, well, kind of. I mean, I would say more so than maybe Flynn. I mean, Steve Bannon had a podcast called The War Room, and he very much talked about the deep state. And, and Steve Bannon was interesting because I did listen to him on a, 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 a podcast, mm-hmm. and he had these sort of unique, insightful opinions. But then you hear him on War Room, and he's like, yeah, all the conspiracy, all the deep state, all this, you know. So so, so he talked on War Room about believing in something. Oh, absolutely. So basically these, what you would call like big names, like Steve Bannon, Mike Flynn. Or sort of the, um, the, the quote-unquote celebrities of the movement. Sure. And they, I shouldn't say like allegiance. They're, I mean, they're, yeah, they're allegiance. They're supportive of Trump. And maybe not disagreeing with Q outright or – not disavowing or saying Ex- it doesn't yes. exist. So for someone who... They're, they're, they're able to talk out of both sides of their mouth. On sure. It. And if it spiraled, this fuels the fire sure. for people who yeah. believe in it. Yeah. Okay. So that is why their their roles count the way yeah, they do. Yeah, and I would it, say Even though they're, they're not they're the Watkinses of the world. They're not, they're, but they are proponents and, and sort of, to me, um, faces of the them. movement. Yeah, you look at you them know. if you are someone who is following this Q thing. Right, right. Okay. okay. Um, so I guess after the quote unquote rigged election, um, and these guys, I mean, had they backed off for some of the Q stuff? They have, and, it, and, okay. and it's difficult to determine, you know, there's been a lot of legal fallout post-election. Um, in fact, I, it's a lot of, uh, uh, Trump's legal team, um, Sidney Powell, uh, Linwood are all facing racketeering charges. Um, I think Sidney Powell pled guilty to a couple misdemeanors of, of attempt to interfere with the election. Mm. Um, so there's been a lot of fallout. Mike Lindell has, you know, had a lot of legal trouble. Um, Michael Flynn appears to have mostly backed off on the QAnon, the, the hard support. Um, in, and it's, it, it's interesting to hear how people talk about the election. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it's like you – the classic, you know, like I watched Ted Cruz the other day on uh, the Bill Maher show, and he played this sort of flim-flammy, sort of wouldn't give a real answer on what he thought. And it's like, okay, you guys are supposed to be the leaders. Sure. If 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 the election was stolen, as you believe, mm-hmm. then you need to be saying that constantly and not saying, oh, I, I, I have my opinion. But they're trying to protect themselves, they too. They are, and that's frustrating. if you flat out say it, then you can't go back on it later sure. and try and save exactly. your Exactly, politicians. Sure. But if it's not true, then they need to say, no, it was a fair election. Sure. Well, and these people skirting around have allowed for several incidents of, like, QAnon, um, I don't know if you want to call them terrorist attacks in a sense, but, um, you know, is from 2018 up until, like, 2023, there's been things about that have stemmed from QAnon that have actually led to people becoming arrested. Well, look at the Capitol riots. Yeah. I mean, uh, there was, in 2018, the Tucson cement plant incident um, because people, like some Michael Lewis, Arthur Mayer, I don't know if you've heard of him or Meyer, um, he live-streamed a Facebook video um, at this plant, and he said that there was a, like, child sex trafficking going on there. Um, It was, like, viewed over 650,000 times. Yeah. There's no evidence of this, and this guy like occupies a tower on the property for days. Um, he 
goes in back and forth with police. He returns in July, gets arrested, and he's referencing QAnon on his Facebook pages. Sure. And then um, what a baller move. <laughs> there's like <laughs> there's something that happened um, on the Hoover Dam in 2018 mm-hmm. um, about that armored truck with the AR-15. Yeah. Um, who was like blocking traffic, right? Yeah. Because he said he was on a mission for uh, this Matthew Philip Wright guy said he was like on a mission for QAnon. Yeah. Um. There's there was like a Stormy Daniels attorney. Stormy Daniels was like the woman who was, that paid was Michael off by Cohen. Trump. Yeah. No, no, Michael uh, Ave- Avenatti. Oh, Avenatti. Yes. Yeah. Um, that people were targeting him, right? Because they were trying to protect Trump. Yeah, Michael Wh- Avenatti was like, um, and this is why, I, like, I love shooting on Republicans, but God, I love shooting on Democrats too, in like their cultural bases. Sure. Um, and people were so excited for Michael. Michael, people were saying he was going to be president. Yeah, dude. Okay. Progressives would be some simps. But that they said that They'd the tar- the targeting of that was because Q posted right, a link because he was going to tear down Donald Trump. Yeah, and then and he ended up going to prison anyways, Michael Avenatti, because he's an absolute dipshit dirtbag. Yeah, bag. and then like there was people <laughs> um, attacked like verbally having like hostile, well, verbal, and then exhibiting hostile and um, behavior towards the White House correspondent Jim Acosta. Yeah. Um. In 2018, and then 2019, there was like a whole thing about some kind of fundraiser in California at a school. Yeah. For a charter school, that was connected to Q, um, and 9/11 attacks. Um, I mean, it j- there's stuff about kidnapping. I mean, this just goes on and on. Um, one that was like really interesting that I was looking at was like in 2022, the National Butterfly Center. I mean, this could be an episode. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. Um that they had to end up shutting down indefinitely because there was a QAnon conspiracy theory on social media that the National Butterfly Center was smuggling immigrants into the United States. And in, in, in January of 2022... That's crazy because that's just China Buffet. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I think um, I'm joking. They got in trouble. Yeah, it's, they're fine. Mm. But there were people who like visited the center and were talking about um, illegal crossing and child rape and... Um, this, like, they injured the director of the center, Mariana Wright. They almost hit her son with their car. Yeah. Um, they, like, had to close the center down, and then they announced in February that they had, for everyone's safety, because of how crazy these QAnon people were, they yeah. shut down. Yeah. Well, they believed they were saving children. I mean, save the children was a, was a, a freaking what do you call it, slogan that they were using. Yeah. Well, and uh, did you hear about that guy, that Igor Lannis guy who shot his wife and kids and dog? Yeah. Who is a QAnon Yeah. That's person. A, but, but, like, not to, to defend QAnon, but that sounds like somebody with genuine mental illness. Well, sure, but he was, like, he was obsessed with QAnon That's, and conspiracy yeah. theories. And, um, like, one of his daughters. What the fuck was that documentary we watched? This place rules. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. Sad, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that his daughter who d- wasn't at the house when everything went down, um, she, I think what connected this, all this to QAnon is she was saying like he became obsessed following yeah. the presidential election with QAnon conspiracy theories. Yeah. And she posted about her experience on Reddit. Um, it was called like a QAnon casualties. Yeah. Um. So if you guys are interested, check that out. But I, you know, I'm just going on and on about you know the attack and on then Paul the most Pelosi. Famous, possibly the most handsomest Q of them all. Who would that be? Q. 
QAnon shaman, Jacob Chanson. Well, tell us more. That's about it. <laughs> He's handsome? Um, Probably by Q standards. But anyway, I mean, we all remember. Oh, he was the, the, the shaman. Yeah, guy. and he ended up getting sentenced almost four years. He's out now. He got out early. It's interesting because they claim he's a libertarian. He claims he's a libertarian. Which doesn't make much sense. Sure it does. How do you claim you're a libertarian if you're storming the Capitol? If you're, I feel like you can say whatever you want about yourself. Sure. He only served 27 months. Yeah, he had a sentence commuted. Why did he show up in a bear, or not a bear, a buffalo outfit? Well, he's a libertarian. Just from the <laughs> capital. But he was from Arizona. Yes. Um, and he was like the QAnon shaman. And he was kind of the cultural face of like uh, yeah, well, he, of he the showed January up shirtless. 6th. Yeah, you yeah. guys have seen him. We'll yeah, add it we've on all the seen him. show notes. But he was the one who showed up. We should invite him on. <laughs> with like his face painted shirtless with what I, I'm thinking like buff like a buffalo headdress. Yeah, yeah. We've all, I mean, if you think of the January 6th incident, you think of a like, that's, like, the first person that pops into your mind, right? Well, because he's all, yeah. I, like, I mean, he stuck out, and I think he added to, like, wow, these people are, are unhinged. Mm-hmm. So, of course, like, you're going to. Great media fodder. Yeah, you're going to You know, you're going to make a point. Yeah. Was he the one that, like, was not going to eat or something? Because he needed certain foods, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I like the January 6th men's choir. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. What? <laughs> men's choir? <laughs> yeah. Although I, you know, I have mixed feelings about some of the fallout from, you know, January six. How so? Well, number one, I have like a massive problem with like how we view incarceration in this country. Okay, and well, I mean that's that for a, that's for, for all yeah. communities involved. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what I mean, what was your, what do you mean? I s- like, to you just don't believe that those people should have faced no. the time that they no, had? absolutely, but I I think that. Not to ever excuse, and, and I want to point out, there's like the people that went into the Capitol with zip ties and thought they were going to arrest and haul away people. Fuck those! They didn't go to prison. Yeah, you don't get to just arrest people because you don't like them, and um, and we're going to kill people. Like fuck them, throw them in prison. I don't give a shit. But I feel some amount of sympathy for people. Um, I mean, we're in Waco, kissing tree. Yeah. Um, know that dude personally. Really good guy. He's got a great family. Very sweet. Very kind. Great wine. Great wine. Um, I don't know what could have possessed him to to fly well, he flew out there for to it. the Capitol. Yeah, he's not a bad person, but he did something really stupid that we know. Of. Does that absolve him of of wrongdoing? No, of course not. But it's just it. I I just I just don't, I don't know what got in these people's heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the. Circling back to Jacob Chansley, he is uh, apparently running for Congress. Sounds about right. So I guess we'll... Uh, Best of luck. We'll see what happens yeah, there. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess this did you did a good job of kind of pulling the people of Q. There was an Arizona representative, like state rep that... Carrie Lake, the fucking clown shoes. Yeah, God, she, I can't she was a QAnon supporter verbally. Yeah, she's an idiot. And she got... Um, I mean that. She got removed, though. Yeah, she lost her election. Oh, okay, I thought yeah, something to happened. Katie Hobbs, yeah. Okay, but she to a literal board of a human. But she was a QAnon supporter. Yeah, she's an idiot. Like verbally. Yeah. Which it, it, again, you start like I. No, she was really dumb. What I'm saying, Michael Flynn, I could be like is an intelligent guy. But I feel Terry, like I'm like coming back to this thing where if I am someone who is an average Joe, reading about these things, and you're seeing people that you quote unquote of power in the government that believe in this or are not denying its existence. 
Ed Carrie Lake wasn't. She just ran. But she, I thought she had a. She just ran for representative. She wasn't the representative. She ran for governor. Oh, governor of Arizona. I thought she had a position that she lost. Yeah, her fucking brain cells. <laughs> sure, sure, okay. Um, Liz Harris, that's who I was talking about. Oh, I don't know who that is. Um, she is the Arizona State Representative. She was a QAnon supporter. I mean, there's a bunch out there. Um, she was elected to her position, like, uh, I guess November 2022. Um, and she was, like, accusing officials of taking... Um, or, like, she invites some, like, local insurance agent lady yeah. to testify before this meeting of representatives and senators. And this woman she invites, this insurance woman, his name is Jacqueline Berger. And um, this Jacqueline Berger woman is, like, accusing officials of taking bribes from Mexican cartels. And she's accusing this, like, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for money laundering, controlling the government. <laughs> um, Might be true. <laughs> <laughs> then this representative, Ben Toma, um, who is one of the people she's accusing of bribery, he, like, introduces this legislation to expel this Liz Harris woman, who was the state rep. Yeah. And uh, a house, the House ethics probe was done, and they found that Harris knew that Berger would make these false allegations during her testimony, but then lied. And so she got, exp- like, expulsion. Ex- What's, like, the correct word for expulsion? I think you just said it. Expulded? No. That's a word. Expelled? Expelled, yes. Yeah. yeah, so, um, but Liz Harris was a QAnon supporter. Yeah. And, like, knowingly brought someone who would falsify information. And she's connected into, like, this um, list of all these QAnon-related incidents. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I mean, it's a massive. It's it massive. Is, it's, it, it's shocking to me because I, I don't know what it is. I don't see that they see. You know what I mean? I delving into what is it, it I'm missing that well, for why why do I not believe this? I feel like delving into it. And they do, and the way that, like, the more I read about it, the more I could see someone. I don't want to say falling for it, but falling for it. Yeah, I mean, you. But look I mean, like to me, it's just so stupid. Sure, but it's not convincing. I think if you want to. Which makes me believe that most people, like faces of the movement, also know it's bullshit. And they're utilizing, utilizing it. it to manipulate other people. But that's our standpoint, and I could see the QAnon believers using the other well, they're, side they're, of that they're sword it, and saying, right? well, these people are supporting me. They you know, they believe in QAnon, and that makes it true. Yeah. So I can sympathize with people who believe it. Because I can sympathize, and that's what I'm saying about some of the January 6th people. Yeah. Not that they should at all be excused of their actions, but they truly believed that their country, you know, had had a, a stolen election, that democracy had been stolen from them, you know? Sure. And and genuinely, if I thought that to be the case, well, I would be up in arms too. Yeah. You know, I don't think that to be the case, but they did. Well, and there's so many different um, – moving factors to this and groups and people who have clearly not dispelled these yeah. allegations. And so it, it feels, in my opinion, fuels the fire of QAnon, but it, it also 
I think emboldens people who like that guy who shot his family who are not yeah, well, yeah. and that's where it becomes concerning for me. Sure, sure. You're okay. riling people up to the point that like the Capitol storming happens, and there are people being physically violent, yeah, getting I mean, killed. Uh, like, and it's not you know the the Puerto Rican nationalist movement of the fifties. They threw Molotov cocktails at the White House. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it fervent fervor, you know, riles people up. There's and no so doubt about it. And for that, I could like. I don't like Donald Trump. I'll say that, but so brave. <laughs> <laughs> um, for s him to be a leader that allows these things to stir and doesn't, in my opinion, use his platform to step up and and kind of calm the storm, <laughs> and <laughs> I think it's disgusting that you well, know that it's brewing. You know all these things are happening. I, 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 you I have the ability. Some, some there's some ongoing issues, right? And yeah, you step in and you say, the limit of this is not right. Like, you know? he can believe that the election was rigged and stolen because he's a narcissist, whatever. Right. But to allow people to work themselves up and become violent and then try and pretend like his hands are clean. Sure. You, you could have prevented well, it. Well, no one rid me of this troublesome priest, right? Yeah, I get well, it. Yeah, like, and so that is like, it's not that I... And, and he did say things to... After the fact, it's he sh maybe he should have been not maybe he should have been more well, proactive. He was tweeting leading up to it, egging them on. That's perspective, but but I don't mm -hmm. disagree with that perspective. So, um, I think that's where I kind of I will sympathize with someone who believes in something, whatever. That's their personal. But I think it's important to know so right, what, what is what is you know to me when I look at the fundamentals of QAnon, it's it's hate, mm -hmm. not based on anything other than fear. They are afraid of something. There's a, there's a quote about that, though. It's the best way to control someone is through Oh, uh, they're going to say uh, this Star Wars. What's the Star Wars quote? Hate leads to fear, or fear leads to hate. Oh, yeah, that too. But I'm pretty yeah. sure there's a quote about the best way to control people is through fear. Well, and I, I, and I tell you, one of the QAnon. most amazing books I've ever read is Finite and Infinite Games, and they, they talk about how the, the goal of any movement is useless unless you get people to move and you have to manipulate their emotions sure. to, to compel them to action. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, obviously the rabbit holds, um, but to kind of tie things together, to, to put a little package on the faces of QAnon, um, you know, on the where are they now, obviously we know on the officials who were in support of Trump, kind of what's going on, but what about the, you know, the Watkins, do they, people are they still involved i know that the son claimed he was no they retired so yeah, they're still they, active they, in they've they've the world they've, i think they have um to this day attempted to give themselves as much distance from the QAnon movement as possible you know sure. probably to avoid any legal repercussions or you know endanger themselves to a certain extent you know mm -hmm. i mean there's gonna be and right now we're witnessing we're still witnessing fallout from that election, yeah, and and legal proceedings and whatnot, and th there's probably still you know a pound of flesh to be gained, mm -hmm. um, and it, and it does it you know it raises a lot of interesting questions about culpability, yeah, um, well I know as and a personal responsibility, sure, and that and that can be you know, a gray area, especially when you're talking about freedom of speech as we did earlier. I do know, um, I guess the last little update I can give on the um, Ron Watkins is that... Whoop, uh, hang on, quick commercial. My pillow. 
Um, I know that Ron Watkins, you know, his a, a lot of these QAnon content created accounts were banned on Twitter, but yeah. with the acquisition of uh, Elon Musk taking Twitter over, X. um, yeah, I guess it's called X. I don't have one, X. but uh, or I guess I do, but I don't use it. Um, but Watkins got reinstated. Yeah, so yeah, like a lot as of, got their accounts as back. of this year. Yeah. Um so I guess only time will really tell what happens with uh with Watkins and, and well, QAnon. We still living in it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is like a story unfolding as you know, as we we'll bring talk an update in twenty twenty five. If we're still doing this. Mm. So share share like five star. Yeah. If you guys want that that twenty twenty five follow up. Yeah. So yeah. Very sad. Not for me. I wasn't there. <laughs> I'm saying in general. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for, for tuning into our shitty podcast. <laughs> it's not shitty. Um, but for tuning into, you know, our kind of collective discussion of, of the faces of QAnon as of right now. You know, that can also change. Um, and I if you are interested in us doing kind of a deep dive on all of these QAnon related incidents, that no is one's it. interested. I don't know. They're kind of interesting. <laughs> I think they're interesting. <laughs> but if y'all are, let us know. Um, Cause that could be an episode in itself where we, we do a little deep dive on, um, you know, the January <laughs> raid. Um, everyone knows about, but a, a lot of these small ones y'all might not. So if that's something. January, that did you call it a raid? Yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever um if y'all are capture the flag <laughs> january 6th yes <laughs> but if y'all are interested in in some of these other maybe not as well known instances that are related to um to q let us know and we can do a little sidebar episode that kind of talks through through the years of those yep. anything else dustin nope ready for our next episode sweet all right see you in about five seconds <laughs> bye y'all Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Libations and Revelations. Be sure to find us on anywhere you get your podcasts and on Rogue Media Network. Thank you all and cheers. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.